Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's build-up time. It's Liverpool at Bournemouth in the Premier League. Uh, six points from six this week. Tasty game against Everton at the weekend. Uh, a great second half performance from Liverpool against Burnley and to preview the game against Bournemouth at the Vitality Stadium, I think it is nowadays. I am joined by John Machen, so there is a Machen on this couch, uh, by Ben Kelly and by Steve Haw. Um, John, a chance for us to go top of the table? Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Put some pressure on City. For a change. <laughs> see what that does. Yeah. Well, they're already starting to lose their heads, to be fair. You see the tweets last night about it, and then they're going, oh, we just go away, they're like a wasp and all this. Yeah, like. I mean, I think we're, we're a bit like the posse and uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you know, where they just can't get to shake him off. And every time they look behind, whatever they've done to get, to get away from them, they look behind and they're still there. That's going to be City with us. But it's a big game, isn't it? It's a 12.30 kick-off. We made seven changes midweek against Burnley. Are you expecting another seven changes, Ben, going into this game? Um, I don't know, because the thing is, we've got a really big game following it, obviously, with Napoli, and obviously we're going to delve into that post-Bournemouth. But in terms of the team selection, it's interesting because we've got a couple of injuries. Obviously, we're missing Gomez now. We're potentially still going to be missing Robbo or Mane or both. So we don't know, really, what's, what's going to be... What's good about it is that we've got the squad depth to deal with it. We've got options there. We've got you know Daniel Sturridge and Origi... Again, you know, we're coming back into the fold a little bit, and we've we've got our options. But I don't, I don't I don't really know what team is going to pick at the weekend. Whether he's going to prioritise putting that pressure on City and, and you know getting a win, or whether he's going to start looking ahead to Tuesday already. Steve, oh. have you got one eye on Napoli when you when you're thinking about this game? No, not at all, not at all. I think the fact that it's early Saturday and then Napoli's late Tuesday at home. And then there's a bit of a gap uh, yeah, with it being it's, you know, Sunday. You're talking about we'll, we'll, we'll finish and there'll be like three days and a few hours in between the games. So I think you just pick your best team and then see how everyone's looking and how they're feeling. If you think about Tuesday, you've team. got to then think about United, haven't you? You've so got to just, yeah, you've got just to, do your head in, wouldn't it? I think you've got to just roll with the punches. I think he was right to do the rotation at Burnley. I think that was the game to do it. I think because you know, they're one of the worst teams in the league, second bottom away from you, you should beat them with whatever team you put out. Bournemouth for a decent side, you know, going away to Bournemouth. I think that's a risky one to start then doing it again. I, I do think you just pick your best team, and then you get your, you get to Monday, and then and then you pick an Napoli team and see, with what's left and whatever. So, I think you. 
I, I think it's, it's too big an opportunity not to, to go full pelt, and I think Klopp will go full pelt. I can't see him messing around too much. I think much. if we'd played last night's side against Bournemouth, we'd have probably been two or three down yeah. by half-time. Yeah. Well, they're, are they seventh? They come out of the blocks pretty quick, Bournemouth, don't they? They're seventh in the league, aren't they, Bournemouth? And, you know, they've been performing pretty well thus far. They've had a, they had a shocking run, to be fair to them. Um, they won the last game against Huddersfield 2-1, but they, they, they took losses against Arsenal, Newcastle, Manchester United. I can't I think remember whether it was City. United or Arsenal, where they should have been 3-0 up. Before. United, United yeah. scored with like, the last kick of the game yeah. as well. So they're a good side, they're a good footballing side, but they tend to get beat by better footballing sides. So hopefully... What, what do you make of the, the, the... What's your overriding feeling of Liverpool versus Bournemouth over the last sort of two, three years, John? It's, well, I think that it was at the 4-3, was it, there we got beat? Yeah, you know, after two years them. ago. And that's the sort of game it is for us, I think. Well, since then, we've battered them. Yeah, yeah. we've scored seven goals against them but without They, they, te they tend to be games where there are goals, you know, and they've upped their game this season. They're a better side this year than they were last. So, you know, if we don't play well, we'll have trouble with them. Do you think it's it's not going to be, John, is it? It's not going to be like a Burnley where they're going to play with your two banks for the low They're block. not going to be kicking us to death. No. You know, like last night. Is that, does it? that play into this Liverpool side's hands? I hope so, yeah. I mean, as I say, I think they get beat by the better sides because, you know, they play football, but then a better football inside will be. It's like when Arsenal used to play Barcelona. Mm -hmm. You know, they Arsenal played great, great football, but when they came up against Barcelona, they played better football. So, Is there anyone in that side... Ben from Bournemouth, you know, maybe Wilson, anyone that real stand out, a bit of a danger man? Ryan Frazier, for me, I think he's absolutely outstanding. And it was actually that, that four or three games, the first time I ever noticed him, I'll never forget he came on and changed that game. And he's, you know, he's Scottish, isn't he? And I think, you know, it's almost from an England fan's perspective a shame he's not English because he's so bright and creative on the ball. I just think he's just a bundle of energy and I think he really, the way he sort of drives at defences, I think the, the balls he puts into the box, I think I think he's a great player. I think he's the one, for me, that we've got to look at. Wilson's doing great. Um, the young kid as well, what's his name? Um, David Brooks. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's playing well. But when, when I watch Bournemouth, Fraser always catches my eye, really. So you, you, you obviously keep tabs on pretty much every team in world football nowadays yeah, yeah, uh, with your job and stuff. It, it, would you agree with Ben on a lot of those points? Yeah, I think Wilson's really good. I think he's really good. He's a, I don't know, he's got, he's not just a finisher or he, he's a very good finisher but he's got a bit about him as well. Um, I agree, Frazier injects the pace, you know, because they like to play a tempo and they like to go, so they need someone to carry the ball and that's him. And then Brooks is almost, he's probably the reason why they are so much better than they have been. Because he's the guy who's been linking, he's been linking with Wilson, he's scoring his own goals, you know, he's coming from the lower divisions and he's just took to it really, really well. Um, at the back, the, I think I've always liked Nathan Ake, I think he's a good player. Um, so Begovic in goal is a fine Premier League goal. You know, if you look at their squad, they're probably overachieving a little bit, but it's because the players, probably the main ones that Ben mentioned before, are, are playing at a level where they're, where they're at a really good we, in a good place. We know how Eddie Howe's side's going to set up against us. As mentioned, you know, we beat them 3-0 and 4-0 last season. We've actually won seven, drawn one and lost one over the last nine games with Bournemouth. Now, I, I was before I started doing the research for this, they were, these were a bogey team for me. I was thinking about that 4-3. I was thinking about the two-all draw. The 4-3 is sort of burned into me. your brain, yeah. isn't it? And it's, as fans, you, you remember sometimes the bad bits rather than the good bits. So... 
it he, means that if you're ever winning against them, you're always still worried. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, is it? But he's a good manager. But yeah, Egan Klopp's a good manager, and we're a great football side this season, Steve. So what do Liverpool have to do to go and beat Bournemouth? Um, same again. Absolutely. There's no re- obviously you're looking more. I think if we play same to team a, as Wednesday. No, no, not so much. But <laughs> in terms of again, solid at the back. Yeah. Um, and then th- that's the that's the basis of Liverpool. This year. It's, it's a completely different Liverpool side. It's almost like watching, I don't know, like a a, a late era Mourinho Chelsea or whatever. It was that the defence is absolutely sound, and when you've got that much quality in front of it, eventually you should that should tell. And whether it's in the ninety sixth minute because of Eder or or whatever it is, or you know, small it's a, arm, it's a little tiny arm goalie, or it's a, a set piece like against Burnley, you know, the, the second goal. Your quality should always shine through, and I think we're, we're, that's where we're based on now. So, if Van Dijk and I imagine it would be Dejan Lovren can can keep Callum Wilson quiet, the midfield are going to have to work hard to pick up Fraser and Brooks in the hole. I imagine that's where they'll be operating. If you can do that, the, whoever's on the pitch, Liverpool should create enough chances. They should if they they should create five or six decent chances, and with the players they've got, they should they should be able to put them away. So, what what I would like is that, and I say like it, it sounds obvious, but. They're not gonna like John said. They're not gonna boot lumps out of us like Burnley did, and they're not. They're not gonna be as ferocious, I think, as Everton or at times. They're not gonna be as patient. They'll they'll move the ball quickly and they'll get at us. So they're there for a counter, and the counters are on. Arsenal counted on them a couple of times when I watched that game, and it was the, it was Bellerin down down there, down there right. So again, you think of Trent getting in and stuff like that. So they're there to be got at. The the worry is that it's early. On a, you know, it's, a mi- it's miles away. It, it, it's just they'll probably fly we're not, down. We'll, yeah, we're, we're not great early kickoffs. You know, I, I don't think the manager helps in that. It's no, because we train at the wrong time, don't we? And I think we're, we're one of the only Jurgen Klopp has us training at the time when you, your off. games are. But most of our games are all sort of oh, afternoons and too. evenings and stuff. And so we train later than pretty much every other team in the Premier League. So we actually struggle in those one-off twelve thirty more. And I don't think the manager helps in that. He always goes on about it. So we talk about it. Every chance he gets, it's like, I'd rather be in bed. No, this is a dinner time kick-off. And I do think, though, that does have an effect. I don't think he should do it. It's one of the few criticisms I've got of him in these earlies. Just get on with it. It's on the, it's on the, it's on the fix list. You've got to play it. It isn't great. We all know that. But it's almost like a little excuse, almost. You can tell if he... Because if he's not up for it, then how would you get your players up for it, kind of thing? John, it's not often we've sat here over the last eight years and talked to you about a season where I can know for a fact that Liverpool have done better than you've ever seen in your lifetime. We're now at the stage after 15 games of the season where you will not have seen what Liverpool have done in a point sense before. No, true. And yet... We're still not top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, just City are just something else, aren't they? There's no doubt about it. Um, and all you can hope is that in a long season, well, it'll be their second season, really, um, where they've just been hell for leather that eventually does start to slip up a little bit. I mean, I think there were a few signs when they played. Was it they played Bournemouth, didn't they, last week? And uh, Bournemouth scored just Wofford, before half-time. And, and nearly scored just after half-time, which might well have changed the complexion of the game. You know, um, And I think if we're dogged and we're, just, we're, o- we're always there behind them, never losing, and so they can't open up a big gap. I think that might tell some at some point. So what what about this style of football? And we've seen a lot, haven't we, over over the last sort of two months about this style of football. Steve mentioned it before. We're not playing our fluid football. It is a results business, and this Liverpool side well, are getting absolutely. results. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, how many times in the past have we said, why don't they manage games better? Why you know we should have won that game, and we end up drawing it. You know, 
So, you know, he's, he's hit on something which in the Prem is working. Um, and we, we've only dropped points to the three best sides around us. Um, it doesn't work in Europe. That's, that's fairly clear to me. But it certainly is working in the Prem. So you can't complain, can you? Uh, no, I, I, I can't. I said at the start of the season, Ben, that Liverpool are set up for European football and that's why I don't think Liverpool are going to win the Premier League this season. I've said that on podcasts. I've said that on subscriber shows. I've said that on YouTube, on, on my own videos and stuff. Jürgen Klopp completely changed how we've played football. I, I'm completely and utterly wrong because right now, as John's just mentioned, we don't look up for it in Europe because of this, this counter-attack inside that we had from last season, the attack, the front three. It's not been there so far this season. We've developed a strategy. Like Steve mentioned, there are elements of those dogged Premier League winning sides that you've seen from the likes of Jose Mourinho, mid-noughties, Chelsea side. That... It looks to me like I think Klopp's changed every single year he's been at Liverpool. I think he's made mistakes and he's rectified them the following year. I think we pressed too hard and, and we tired a lot in that first half of season. I think second year he dealt really poorly with rotation of the squad in the early mm. parts of the season and we absolutely bombed it in January. I think last season he probably rotated arguably a little bit too much. Uh, in the early part of the season. This year it's changed again. But this year we've got a style of play where we're going to beat 17 teams in this league quite comfortably. And that's what he's planning Last season for. as well, he, he ran out of players as much as he ran out of anything. And this yeah. side, this season, he shouldn't do that. And the game against Burnley showed that he's willing to use his squad. And we, we didn't like it. I don't think there were many Liverpool fans would have seen that team and thought, oh yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. And yeah, that's what he should be doing. You know, you know it helps. The big fella in goal. And the yeah, big fella in front The big fella in front The big fella in goal helps a lot because without him, you, you, you go one down to Everton and you and then Bournemouth equalise in the last second of that game and then all of a sudden you've got maybe one or two points from Everton at home barely away and then it's looking up shaky again. So the fact that they've got him in goal, he just... He, he, they always say don't have 10 points a season. It's hard to quantify, but I think we can clearly see there's six that he's helped us win in, in the matter of a weekend. And when you are playing that style of football, you need a great goalie. So Mourinho's side had Petr Cech, who was, yeah. who was unbelievable. And, you know, Man United did it for a while. Obviously, David Hayes, he's, he's having a bit of a poor time now, but for a while he was amazing. I think if you're going to be as defensive, if you're going to be defensively solid, teams, even if you're amazing, teams will always get a lucky bounce or a lucky break. And it's in those moments where your goalie bells you're out, and we've never had it. We've had, you know, Sam Mignolet who's made good saves at times, but he's also had shockers. He hasn't made that. He hasn't made many saves where you didn't expect him to get it. That one for Burnley, where Alisson gets in the top corner, the Gomez save, that's massive, and he helps you. And City have got a good goalie, and now we've got one who we can say is good, if not better. And I, I think he's better. Well, just look and at that. Helps. Just look at midweeks fixtures you've got Kepper and you've got David De Gea making mistakes yeah, yeah. costing our rivals Leno points. wasn't great Leno exactly yeah. the same yeah you know I mean, these guys are oh good goal, goal good, mm -hmm. bloody hell easy for me to say good goalkeepers but the cost us uh, something that might cost us Ben Joe Gomez's injury I mean this is a big one we're still waiting for news at time of recording although I've been filming for two and a half hours so are we we're still waiting for news we're still waiting for news excellent Um I mean, this is a big loss for Liverpool, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, definitely. Just because I honestly, honestly believe he's one of the best centre-halves in the league. 
um, and you know to have those two side by side this season as as you know as much as we give the goalkeeper credit as much as we give Virgil Van Dijk credit, Joe Gomez has just has been been just as much of a key player, and and that's because the pair of them, the distributing on the ball, you know, I'd say um, the the passing is probably more Virgil's thing, but actually driving out from defence is something that Joe Gomez did excellently. It's not something that Dejan Lovren does. It, it it's something that we've seen John Matip do, but he does look a bit more like Bambi on ice than, than Joe Gomez. doesn't look as confident doing it. So so whoever comes in there, we are going to lose not just a, a good defender, but the extra dimensions that, that Gomez brings to the play in terms of on-the-ball skills, we're going to lose out whoever we bring in there. And that's why it's going to be a loss. And obviously... In and terms covering of, Trent as well. Well, exactly. Just spelling him yeah. so he can keep fresh. You know, and 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 that that that's uh, you know that's how, down to how quick he is. So you know, it, when Trent bombs on, you know, you've got you've got a defender fast enough to play centre back, but also cover that, right back. That could when be the biggest to. problem. Yeah. That he, he, we've got Trent and we've got Klein, and Klein doesn't seem to be anywhere. So. That, does that mean Trent's going to play every game from now onwards? You're going to have to teach, yeah, you're going to have to teach some climb that, you so, know. I think that's, I think that's what it is. We're, we're, that's, the, that's a real big problem. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, preferred 11s time. Um, spoilers, I've got Klein in mind. We were just talking about it before the ad break. I, you know, don't normally go first, or the host doesn't normally go first in this one, but we were just talking about it. My, my The rest of my team's very similar to you guys. Um, everybody else has gone Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think I think Nathaniel Klein needs to play football. I think we need to well, get him up and ready we, if we, Gomez we is We saw injured. against Burnley how the difficulty of having players who don't play football and then ex- expecting them after three or four months without a game to come on and actually play well. And, you know, I think Origi probably what, could, can play better than that 
if he gets a bit more game time. And Moreno looked rusty as well. And I think if you bring Klein in, you're going to have to accept that he might not be on the top of his game and you're going to have to suffer that. So I think you've got to pick what game you play him and maybe Bournemouth away rather than Napoli or Man United. That, that was literally <laughs> The flip side could be, what, do we think, what, what Napoli side are we going to get and who's going to attack us more and stuff? And it might be that Bournemouth actually have more of a goal than Napoli mm. in terms of down the flanks. I don't know. I, I, I just we said earlier Trent might be... Good on the break against Yeah, so there's, so. A, there's pros and cons. It's, the thing is now, Klein's going to get games now. He has to, doesn't he? There's no other way around it, really. Trent can't play every game. I know Camacho's on the bench, but he played right back in the pre-season, but I don't think he was there as a right back. He's there as a forward option. No, yeah, because Trent was on Trent the bench, was wasn't he? Trent was there as well. So Fabinho's there, of course. Fabinho can play right back. Oh, hello, John Machin. Fabinho at right back. The only thing with that is... I think we've only just got him boxed off in midfield. Yeah. Come so, on, now, I just yeah. want to see it, see. <laughs> well, he does it for Brazil, and he, he can do it. He's I'm not going to watch Brazil just, games. He's just had his best game in midfield, and yeah. we put him at yeah, right back. Yeah, again, <laughs> how much, how fits Klein? That's, that's, the, that's, that's the million dollar question. If we, I agree, we're going to see him at some point. It might be that it's... His first game should be OK, because the adrenaline will probably keep him going, but after that... He might be United. They might, have a, they might say to Trent, like, right, you've got a week and a bit... Get, get yourself if you start at my United and just tell him that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's hard, in it? But I, I can see your logic in having him because you agree with me. He sent Trent had a rest at Bournemouth, but he comes on after what? 23 minutes. 20 minutes. And then he, so you're going to ask him to play you know, what, three and a half games in a week or so. It, it is a big ask, I agree with you. So, clients okay. um, I'll go to your team next then, John. Um, the, you've gone Matip and Van Dijk centre-halves. Yeah, I think Lovren will play against Napoli, so I'm thinking Matip, why not? He had a game the other day. Another game won't do him any harm. Didn't do anything particularly wrong. I, um, I, I, I disagree with that. I had a really poor judgement of Matip's game when I watched it first time. And then I think I realised that it was about the first five minutes he was absolute dog shit. <laughs> and then after that, I think he played really well, to be honest with you. He just misplaced about the first three passes. Yeah. And but I think that clouded again, that, my That's judgment. the thing about Rust that I was talking about. Yeah. Moreno did exactly the same, didn't he? He get, I think his first pass was, was totally Storage astray. Storage was horrendous. Storage. Even Trent's first touch when he came yeah. on, he so, for throwing. You know, I think if you're not playing week in, week out, you're sitting on the bench and not getting any football. Not okay, in the old days, you play, you'd just go and play in the reserves. You know, now you sit on the bench with the squad and you don't get any football. I think that's really hard. It comes back though the the Van Dyke the sorry the Van Dyke and Matip partnership is that Lovren is it, I've seen conflicting reports. I've seen an illness and I've seen a head injury. Liverpool said head injury. Right, and this guy misses a lot of games of football. You put it out on Twitter last night, Steve, didn't you? Yeah, I got a bit of stick for that. I didn't know he had today, but he does. He is in and out of the team, and he, every so often it's just like touch wood. He's never like he's never out for weeks. Was like, oh yeah, Lover, and then oh yeah, Lover misses this game because he's ill, or Lover misses this game because he got a knock. But you need that continuity. It's, it is, it is hard. We're not, we haven't got it, but I, I don't want to again. Shall I go into mine? I've, I've picked Lover in mine. I think next man up. I think he is. He's the next. So Gomez goes out. I think Lover's our next best defender. I think he's better than Matip. I can see Matip playing a lot of home games against rubbish teams. That's where Matip, I think, is a is a bonus with us. I remember him playing, was it Southampton? Did he play? I think, and he just, it's the forward yeah. passing when he's under no pressure. I'm, I'm not sure I want Matip running back towards his own goal too often. I, I know Lovren isn't brilliant at it, but I think he's better than Matip. We're it. split here then. We've, I think you and Ben have gone for Lovren mm-hmm. and me and John have gone for, we've couched up. 
or Matic. Yeah, I wasn't aware it was a head injury. I mean, it, it depends what it you fitting. define as a head injury. Because yeah. a head injury is you just banged. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you could be <laughs> a headache. You know. <laughs> so, um, but if it, if it is more of a serious thing, then yeah. But I would, I, I would stay. I think for for pacey teams, I'd rather have. I think I think Matic's just a bit too. Gangly, I don't know. I think I think he's I very careful to say because you don't want to insult the guy too much. But yeah. I think he's a bit soft. Passive's the word I always use. He's I a little bit soft. Him. I think you can. I think Bournemouth got onto it. Sorry, Burnley got onto it a little bit at the beginning, and, he, and I'm surprised he went away from it because he could have just yeah. kept lumping it at him all well, game. For, for that reason, I wouldn't play him against Napoli or that, Man United. But I think Bournemouth he might be okay. Yeah, if, we, yeah, if we need yeah. to rotate, then yeah. But then loving it. It's really hard when you don't know levels in it. But I've just gone in my head. On the basis that Mane's out and Gomez is out, I've gone for what I think is Liverpool's best team without those at the minute. Yeah, no, I can totally understand that. I'll, I'll go on to the midfield, then Ben will come to you first on the midfield. I think we've all got variations on a theme here. Um, I've not actually checked whether we've, any of us have got the same. So, Ben, um, your midfield, Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Keita. It mm-hmm. looks like you've set it up 4-2-3-1, but Keita may be... Ten yards deeper than yeah. the normal number ten. Yeah, I think me thinking is I don't I don't think Firmino has been great in the ten and a four two three one. So I think he's got to be a false nine or or a or a classic nine it, for me. Um, and then you've got Cater who he could play ten, but I haven't seen him play ten. And I think we're better off overloading midfield a little bit. I think when you you know it's a small pitch at Burnley. I think if we can get control of the midfield, then you know, oh, sorry. Bournemouth, that's the that's who we're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think I think you're better off doing that. And I think Cater then if he's dropping deep, he can do because he's good at the defensive side of it as well. So you know he, he can do he can do his press and all that. And then he, he should have some space in front of him then to be able to drive forward and help the front three. That's whoever the front I three mean, he are. Was- Best player on the pitch for me at yeah, midweek, yeah. and for he deserves to keep his place because of that. It's and he sort of had a free roll for me. He didn't seem to be in any one position. He seemed to be yeah. back and forward and left and right. And I, that's, I like that. You know what I love about him? He's got this amazing ability to make it look like he's going to get tackled. And he's almost like, it's a bit like a, a red cloth to a ball, and that he shows you the ball, and your instinct is to just go for it no matter what. Even if you're a team like Burnley, who were, who were probably more worried about setting being defensive, they see that ball and they think, right, I'm going to get him. And then he's away, and then he's driving forward, and we haven't got no one else in the midfield. Obviously, with Chamberlain being out, who's been able to do it, and we've we've all been kind of we need Naby Keita to do that. That's what he needs to do for this team to click. And it, it was no surprise that when he did it, the, the team clicked. You know, bar Joab pulling off a world he save, he's he's got himself a goal, a goal of the season yeah, contender. and he's also got one cleared That's off the line. That's the most shots he's had in any game up to now. Yeah, three and one five wants. second period, which is amazing. <laughs> we don't we don't shoot enough sometimes, and yeah. I I just think. Get his dynamic. You know, he's, he's so dynamic. That's what he's got about him, and he, he beats players. And I do, I do think in this type of game, if it's going to be one where we're going to be on the counter, I think he's a perfect. Well, when games it. are tight as well, because they will sit back when we've got the ball, because we yeah. will take the ball off them. Having someone to be brave enough to beat their man opens up everything else in front of you. Yeah. And that we've just... said all season, sorry, Steve, that we've missed Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's driving runs from midfield. Every single one of us here has got Naby Keita in the midfield in a very, very similar position each and every time because we saw what he could do with the week, at midweek and we want him to replicate that. Feels like this is him and his Liverpool career taking off now, doesn't it? You know what else he does, mate, as well? He does, you mentioned about, you know, they're sitting back and he'll beat a man. He'll beat a man in our half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he won't just do it in the... He'll, he's, he's happy to back himself. And maybe it's a case of, well, if, if I do get taken off me, 
I'll, I'll, I'll Do you just, remember that turn the other week? The, yeah. On the Palace. Palace. Yeah. 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 He's done, and he, he, was doing, he, he was doing it against Burnley as well. He's happy to go past you in, your, in our half. And as soon as you go past one in our half, they're back there on the back foot straight away, aren't they? So I, I think... And with you, what Bournemouth are going to want to do, they're going to come out us, going to hit us. But if we get the ball, they're going to quickly be back into shape. And I think we need to hit them when they're not in the shape. And I can't see you know anyone... Mine Alden, to an extent, can probably do it because he carries the ball pretty well. But I don't think anyone can do it as well as Cater did. So I think he's a... I think he's, he's, got, really, he's got really quick feet as well. Yeah. You know, he's really he's actually a really very good footballer. And he should have, he should be fit. He's got he's had no he hasn't played, so whether he's match fit is a different thing, but he shouldn't he shouldn't be tired, he shouldn't be fatigued. Because he, he, we haven't seen him for, for weeks. So you'd, you'd be raring to go, wouldn't you? If you were him, you, oh, you should you should I, be absolutely wanting to get out there. I just think if he can get into the side now, we've got a fresh player yeah. at the busy period yeah. of games over the season. I just don't think you could have turned yeah. it any better. Well, we see Oxley chairman coming through round about this time exactly. last year. Yeah. And it's a really, he's obviously settled into the club now, hopefully got a, f- a handle on how the Premiership is. So it's, it is a perfect time for Steve, it. Steve, you went for the same midfield as Ben by the looks of it, Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Cater. John, yours was Wijnaldum, Fabinho and Cater as well. Mine was the only difference. I've, I've given Millie a start. Um, Fabinho and Milner as the two this time although thinking about it now I think you guys are probably right because I want Milner against Napoli that, that's, that was my I think that, thinking I think, that's, I think I've made a mistake there and then the front three mine Salah Sturridge Firmino as a three uh, John yours is Salah Firmino Mane or Shaqiri if he's unavailable Steve yours is Salah Firmino Shaqiri if Mane's out if Mane's out and yours is the same yeah. Mane but if, if he's yeah. out it's Shaqiri so I, I like Daniel Sturridge's performance uh, midweek when Salah and Firmino were on the pitch I thought he looked a different player it looked to me like the pressure was off him and it felt like he he can just kind of acknowledge that he's not there to absolutely have but he looks like goals. he's enjoying his football at the moment you know we didn't. that wasn't the case last year in the early part, when he I worry about him starting to play for ninety minutes and then going again on the Saturday morning. That, that I would worry about it. He looked knackered at the end of that game. Although you know, to be fair to me, he plays an amazing pass, but I don't know if that's because he couldn't run. But he, <laughs> he, 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 he looked he looked he looked tired. He, he did, and you know I don't blame him. You know he hasn't again. He's another one who. When's last time Dan Sturridge played ninety minutes? It, it's rare that it happens. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a little bit of him at Napoli at some stage that, as well. That, that's why I thought he'd be in this game yeah. as opposed to the Napoli one because I think, for me, if Mane's got a cut on his foot, he's got to be there for Napoli and Man United. Yeah. And so I, I, did, I literally planned the team without using Sadio Mane at all. I went the, I went the, a different way on it. And you guys, I've pushed Firmino out there because I just don't see who else we've got. You know, it's a worry. You know, me and Sai were talking, can Shaqiri go over on that left-hand side? We've not seen any evidence of it. In fact, we've seen more evidence of Keita being pushed on the left-hand side than, than Shaqiri right now. But uh, before we round up then, uh, score predictions, uh, Steve Hoare? 3-0 to Liverpool. Wow. 3-1 to Liverpool. John? I'm going 3-0 as well. Wow. OK, big confidence. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 to Liverpool on this occasion. Uh, leave me your score predictions in the comments section below. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the Red Men TV on YouTube, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully, after Liverpool have smashed Bournemouth in the face.
we'll come to the starting 11 predictions very oh, sorry the preferred 11s very very soon then uh, we're going to take a little ad break right now uh, so here is our series that we've been producing on youtube each and every week for the last few weeks it's a belter of a pro evolution soccer series if you like gaming and you like liverpool football club and you like us then do check out road to glory Liverpool oh. taking the piss. Yeah. Well, that was um, scintillating and, and rather easy. <sighs> Bats want to sit back and save her. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! It? No! It? Yes! Get it! Go Get it. <laughs> For me, Champions League's still got to be on because this team is good enough. Uh, we've had a bit of a rough patch, but hopefully that's behind us now. And we go forward and uh, we start dominating sides because we're good enough. We're good enough. We just let ourselves down. It's just about where. And the refs, the refs against no, us. No, no. They're all against no. us. Every single. No. no, it's it's like I said. It's just about getting back to the training ground and working hard now, building on this. And uh, that's all we've got to say for today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.